three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. We are The Real Pineapple. This is Hunter. And I'm here with Colin. Colin, hi friend. How are you? Hi, buddy. I'm good. How are you doing? Well, so uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to riff here for a couple couple minutes here. Uh, we are reviewing Captain America, the first Avenger uh, tonight. Because we are, we are, what are we, technically we are 15 days, I guess 14 and a half days, Away from Avengers Endgame, which I won't, we won't be seeing that Thursday night because if I saw Endgame without Alea, she would break up with me. Uh, so we're seeing it Saturday uh, with uh, our crew. Uh, Colin's coming into town for this, which I'm super stoked for. Heck Can't wait yeah. to see it. Um, but we are rolling, we're rolling deep with a crew of 17 people to go see Avengers. Like, it's taking over that theater. Yeah, so we actually have um, we have uh, three rows. So I think I got like six, like six, six, seven. I think that's how I broke it down. So I I will be sitting next. I will be sitting in the same row as you because there will be points where I'll be like, oh my god, you see when that? Like I yeah, like we need to be sitting next to each other. Um, <laughs> Is it the sit- middle of the theater or the aisle? Uh, aisle. Tight. Aisle. I want to yeah. aisle. I want to aisle seat because this movie's like over three hours and I'm probably gonna have to <laughs> go take a piss. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, so, okay, so, yeah, we can talk about that real quick. The fact that this movie is, uh, was it, like, three hours, 58 seconds? Like, it's barely over three hours, but yeah. it's three hours, and... I think there's oh, a website that you can look at, like, that'll tell you, like, the best times to go pee. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I've heard about this. I, I have, I've never used it, but, like, I think I might try and look it up for this, <laughs> for this occasion, just because... Uh, I don't want to miss anything important, but I think it, you look it up and it'll be like, oh yeah, if you start a timer right when you know the title goes, it's like you can go pee at like an hour forty two, and uh, you won't miss anything important. Interesting, because yeah. I, because I, because we talked about on the podcast, uh, we go to the wonderful Galaxy Theater here in Sparks for, uh, which is about like fifteen minutes away from me, uh, for like the big movies. I usually go to Cinemark for everything else, but. Uh, Galaxy, they got those delicious frozen daiquiris. That is my uh, personal, uh, uh, my personal uh, drink of choice. And uh, so I don't know if you remember last year when we reviewed uh, Infinity War. I took maybe three sips of that daiquiri because I was literally on the edge of my seat the whole time. So oh, you didn't <laughs> even drink it. Yeah, so I actually ended up chugging it as we we're getting like out of the theater, which <laughs> which felt really good for my for my brain, <laughs> but. Um, so I might get a small daiquiri this time. Just kind of go like, okay, I don't need to drink all this. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try, I'm gonna try and consume zero liquids during it. I'm just going to have a bunch of salty popcorn. That That is fair. But uh, I might get a beer. Maybe I'll get a beer. So yeah. Maybe a beer beforehand. And then take yeah. a nice long pee before the, the movie just starts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we will be getting there early. We're getting there like at 2.10. Oh, heck yeah. Because I remember last year trying to get food and everything, and it was like it took like a half hour. So I'm taking no chances. This yeah, there's year. gonna be a lot of people there, I'm sure. Yeah, so. they they probably have it playing in like half of their uh, screens. I would imagine. 
Yeah, there, there, there are several showtimes around ours, so we will be Uber over probably around one forty-five ish to get there, like two o five. Like I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking no chances this year because last year was insane. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> so Captain America's first adventure. Um, this, in my humble opinion, started off what is the best, tr- one of my favorite trilogies of all time. I have been a Captain America fan ever since I was a kid. Uh, if I wasn't using a trash can lid to pretend I was a Ninja Turtle, I was pretending to use a trash can. I was using a trash can lid to pretend I was blo- like fighting Red Skull. Like I love Captain America. So going into this, I remember because we saw Iron Man uh, together, which is still one of my favorite movie going experiences, uh, along with Dark Knight and Scott Pilgrim. But um, I remember seeing this with uh, Mama Hunter. Hi, Mom. And I just, I just remember leaving the theater going, I love this movie. This uh, came out when, 2011? 20, yeah, 20, uh, Yeah, it looks like July, July 2011. Yeah, which, um, you talk about a movie that just personifies a character, and we'll probably talk about this, uh, if not even re-review it. I still love the opinion, if we're taking the Avengers films out of it, that uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier is the best Marvel film they've made. It, it, Black Panther's right there, but I, I just rewatched Winter Soldier the other night. And I just went, God, I forgot how much I love this movie. Like it's it's about as close to perfect as you can get for a political thriller. This movie is so much fucking fun, and it's retro. Like it's you know it's back in the uh, uh, oh god I should know this back in like the the thirties. Right? Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so like uh, late thirties, early early forties. Yeah. World War Two. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, so obviously it's not exactly like World War Two because you know there's <laughs> there's the, they're using the test rack and people are you know dissolving. <laughs> with, you, know, so you know what I mean, though. Yeah. So I mean, like Red Skulls, Hitler, <laughs> basically. Yeah. It's World War Two. Yeah. No. It, no. It's World War Two, but like it would be. Like if I wrote a World War II, <laughs> right? It's like I mean, technically, know. Star Wars is World War II. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right, huh? Son of a bitch. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that's I mean, fair. stormtroopers. Uh, stormtroopers were literally what like the Nazi like <laughs> like infantry were called. Yeah, that that is true, huh? God, you're just blowing my mind right now. But the thing I love about this movie, and I think we both talked about it, and I know we talked about it during our Infinity War review. I know everyone wants to go like Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man's the best, but uh, Chris Evans, Captain America, he's been the MVP of the MCU for me, and each of his films have been like the floor is an A for a Captain America movie for me right now. There is not a you know if you have not listened to our Winter Soldier review, you should. If you haven't listened to our Civil War review, you should. But those two movies are fucking great. This movie is delightful, and I actually. In rewatching it, I kind of forgot how much I actually love this movie. Uh, c- kind of your thoughts from like the first time you watched it. The first time I watched it, um, it wasn't my favorite, but this is one of those movies that I've rewatched several times, and this movie has gotten better. I in it, you know, so, some movies I feel like get outdated, and um, you rewatch them, and, and the special effects or some of the actors. Whatever it may be, it may become like a <coughs> little cringy, or um, you just you think, oh man, I, I remembered this more fondly. But this this movie, I I remember the second time I watched it, um, 
And I think, well, maybe it wasn't the second time, but the the first time I watched it after uh, Winter Soldier, where Winter Soldier blew blew my mind, I was like, "We all wow, love that movie." <laughs> yeah, this movie's incredible. So I rewatched the first Avenger, and I was like, "Oh man, this is so much better than I remember it being." Um, so yeah, when I first watched it, for whatever reason, I I didn't come, <coughs> come out of the theater and think like, "Oh, that was you know the best." Uh, I think I was a bigger fan of, I was certainly a bigger fan of the first time I saw Iron Man. The first time I saw Iron Man, I was just like, oh man, this is incredible. Like, I was, I loved the first Iron Man. Uh, and Iron Man 2 as well. Because uh, I think Iron Man 2 probably came out around this time. I'm not sure yeah, what it was. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this, this is one of those movies that has gotten better over time for me. And especially to be able to go back and watch the first Avenger after all of the movies that Captain America has been in, all the movies that Chris Evans has been in, it's cool to have that dedicated of an origin story, like a full-length origin story, just out there for you to enjoy. Um, You know, there's probably lots of young kids that go, and, you know, maybe the first movie they saw was, like, you know, Age of Ultron or something, you know, like, really young kids. And then they, they have all these movies to go and reference back to it's it's like getting into comic books after like you know i i would equate it to like when people got into comic books and there was all this lore out there and you, you know someone reads a comic book and they're immediately uh so excited about it and they're like oh i want to know more and you're like oh well here's this whole library of stories that you can reference and it's all the canon that builds up to this point it's cool that the you know the mcu you know, has these old origin story movies that you can go back to. They're not that old, but I mean, like, you know, 2011, a movie from eight years ago, you can go reference. Like, maybe Infinity War was the first movie you saw. You're like, oh, I want to see what Captain America is all about. But, you know, I'm a millennial, so I don't have the attention span to read. So I'm going to go. <laughs> so I'm gonna Damn. Go. <laughs> Sorry, Tor. If you're a listener, you're a millennial. I, we love you. I am a millennial. Don't you. I am a millennial. Technically, according to Google, we are millennials. Yeah, that is true. So we're like late stage millennials. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, you have the ability to go and, and watch something like The First Avenger. And it's and it's an awesome story. It's, it's a really cool origin story. And it's... Um, you get to see young Chris Evans. You get to see skinny Chris Evans, uh, little 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 skinny scrawny guy trying to be a big um, military dude. And I don't know if it's not World War Two. I don't know what you'd call it, but in the big war. Um, and it's it's awesome. It's really cool to go to go watch again. So breaking down the the story. So Chris Evans, of course, plays Steve Rogers, who is uh, skinny to a point where it's terrifying and i will say the cg that they actually did re-watching it went wow they actually did a really good job with the cg like it's a trip to see because obviously you know what chris evans looks like but it's kind of like it, it was weird to see but i was like oh wow that that actually is holding up for me so he's trying to get into the uh to go ahead and get uh he's trying to volunteer for the for the for the war and they uh, when he's applying uh, one of the times you see that he's got what is it? he's got like uh, asthma um, like his like bones are brittle like he's got all these like like this chart of reasons why he should not fucking go yeah. so the guy he got, so, he, got, he got like the worst luck on jeans basically yeah so, so the guy looks at him and just goes like looks at his chart and goes like yeah I'm not letting you in and he goes I love the line he goes is there anything you can do and he goes 
I'm doing it, kid. And, you know, stamps the, like, the no and goes, you know, I just saved your life. And I was like, God, what a dick. <laughs> so um, it cuts to, uh, to Steve Rogers in a theater, and there's this, you know, typical goon just, you know, yelling at the theater, like, let's see the girls, da, da, da. And this guy's probably what? Like, probably six foot, six one, probably 235. And Chris Evans at this point in movies is like five, six, like a buck ten, if I'm being generous. generous. And so this guy, of course, you know, they end up in the alley, beats the shit out of him. I was like, damn, okay. Like, he's just pounding uh, Steve Rogers, uh, phrasing, uh, like beating the <laughs> shit out of him. And there's that moment where, you know, Evans is, uh, or uh, Steve Rogers is trying to pick himself up and he grabs the trash can lid and he holds it up like a shield. And I won't even lie, dude, when I saw the theater, I was like, ah, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so cool. And, <laughs> and in that scene, we're introduced to, uh, Sebastian Stan, who I, I will no shame with my game. Huge man crush on Sebastian Stan, uh, who plays uh, uh, Bucky, Bucky Barnes. And so he, you know, runs the guy off. Him and Steve end up going to what ends up being the Stark Expo, which they tie back to in Iron Man 2, which I think is fucking awesome. And Steve tries to get drafted again because this guy is just fucking hard-headed. He wants to serve his country, which I think is just fucking wonderful. Um, So, of course, this time they're like... They, they basically, when he's found his paperwork, uh, his doctor goes, hey, you know, stay here. And he's like, what the fuck? And so he sees the sign that says, you know, lying on your paperwork is a federal offense. He's like, oh, shit, okay. So <laughs> Steve goes to leave, but he gets stopped by some security and uh, Dr. Abraham uh, Erkstein, who's played by the wonderful Stanley Tucci. And one thing love I'm going to... Love him. And one thing I will say about Marvel 2 is the caliber actors are able to get just for smaller roles. I was like, oh, that's fucking amazing. Uh, the, the thing is, as soon as I saw that he was playing Earthside, I was like, oh, I know what happens to you. That's a bummer. <laughs> like, I wish I could see more of you. Um, I love Stanley Tucci, except for when he's playing Merlin in The Last that, Night. That, that is... That is so- I, I want to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair. Um, but I love the conversation they have before Steve, you know, uh, he tells him, look, you know, we have another program that we, we could use to help you get in the war. And it's a super soldier program. And the conversation, this is when I started falling in love with the movie. Uh, Stanley Tucci, his uh, sign, and Steve are having this conversation the night before he's having the surgery. And he's basically breaking down what makes him different from uh, Johann, uh, Johann Schmidt. Who's played by Hugo Weaving, who of course know him as a Red Skull, where basically he got the same uh, surgery, but uh, he he went um, uh, not as good of a, <laughs> of a direction. I mean, he like super Nazi is <laughs> such a thing. <laughs> yeah, they went in, they went in different directions. <laughs> yeah, slightly. And one thing I will say, it's a shame that Hugo Weaving like just only played the character once. Because Hugo Weaving, Red Skull, he is such a dick in this movie, like, to everyone. Even the people that are working for him, he's like, oh, well, you're expendable, thank God. Like, at least I'm safe. And what's he, he, what's he been doing lately? Like, he used to be everywhere. He was in, like, all the Matrix movies, and he was in all the Lord of Rings movies, and then he was Red Skull. And then I was like, where'd you go? What have you been doing? 
But yeah, yeah I, anyway, yeah, what were you saying? No, no, that's <laughs> fair. I, I, I really don't know. It feels like... But I also, he's one of those, like, classically trained actors. He might just be doing Broadway. Yeah, he, he might have been like, dude, I got so much money from those giant franchises. Like, I'm good on movies. I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna do... I'm gonna do some Broadway or go do some stuff in London. Well, he was in, uh, I remember seeing him in Mortal Engines, which okay. wasn't, which wasn't great, but he was in that Hacksaw Ridge, I remember, and I really liked him in that. Hacksaw so. Ridge was good. Hacksaw yeah. Ridge is, like, kind of like Captain America in that, like, you just have somebody that's, like, really brave, but, um, yeah. Well, a little different, but... <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Hacksaw Ridge kind of... I remember watching Hacksaw Ridge, and I was like, yeah, he's kind of like Captain America. He's, just, like, really brave, but, um, you know, he, he just, like, won't kill anybody. He just wants to help everybody. Yeah, and and, and I love the line where that uh, Erkstein asked him. He's like, so, you want to, so, you want to kill Nazis? He's like, I don't want to kill anybody. I just hate bullies. I was like... Damn it, Steve! I like stop making me love you. And I love the line that Erkstein drops to him. He says, you know, no matter what happens with the surgery, you know, promise me that you'll be who you are, which is, you know, at your core, a, a, a good man. I, was, I just went, damn it, yes, I, I love this movie so much. Uh, we So, of course, the, he ends up getting Super Soldier Serum. He is teamed up with uh, Haley Atwell, who... Okay, I, give me like 20 seconds here. Haley Atwell is one of the most gorgeous women in Hollywood. If I ever meet her, I might pass out. She played, she plays Peggy Carter, and that woman, whoo, um, she... She's British, she, right? Yeah. She is, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, she's lovely. And Dominic Cooper, who plays Howard Stark, who also is on Preacher, which if you don't watch Preacher, you should watch Preacher. Preacher is a great fucking show. He plays Jesse. But he looks so much like a young... Uh, Stark, it's it really is a trip, and you see all of that like that suave and that bravado that uh, that you can definitely see where Tony gets it from. But um, what's so cool about Steve getting Super Soldier Serum? First off, Urson gets shot, which I went well. That's a bummer. And the guy who tries to steal the Super Soldier formula. Captain America, Steve Rogers, just starts chasing him on fucking barefoot, by the way. So he's just running through New York like a fucking G. Just chasing this dude. It's <laughs> one of my favorite scenes of the movie. I, I was like, damn, okay, like, dude. <laughs> Dives after the submarine. So, so he's chasing this guy all throughout New York. And I give the movie, like, a half point up, even just for this. The fact that the Hydra agent grabs his kid and just throws him <laughs> I was like, "What an asshole!" I mean, it's a good move. It's like, I mean, it's like classic, uh, classic, like Spider-Man. Like, you got to choose between your girl and the and all these people in this car. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, it's a good thing it was on black here. That kid would have drowned. But... Oh, <laughs> but... Steve Rogers, but... why? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I can't swim. No. <laughs> Steve Rogers help the black kid. Oh, so fucked. But 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 I but I appreciate the movie at least addressed it. He goes, "Go get him. It's okay. I can swim." I was like, "Oh, good for you, kid. You would have been in a better spot than me when I was here." He <laughs> comes to swimming. So, um, so then the movie really is about just Steve Rogers growing to the guy that we that we know and love. What one of the highlights for this movie for me too? Before I throw it back to you, Tommy Lee Jones. I feel like he plays the same character in every movie, but I don't care. <laughs> like he's so good at just being old and he's crotchety. So old now. 
he he's 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 getting up there. Yeah. Like he, but but he's so good at playing old and crotchety and just like like he he stops just short saying God damn it Rogers like he's like he's right <laughs> like he's right around the corner from that like he's one of my favorite lines is when he's talking to Erkstein about like who should be a super soldier and so there's this one guy who's super buff and like yeah you know like he probably jerks off to men's health and like like this guy who didn't have mental effect and shut up but like but but this really buff dude who on looks would be the guy you'd give the the super soldier serum to and steve rogers god bless him he's just a skinny guy who's you know he's trying to climb like you know like the, climb the rope and can't do that shit and he's trying to climb this wall can't do that they're in the trenches with barbed wire above them this dickhead like kicks one of the beams of this barbed wire lands on. I was like, "Wow, what a prick!" Like he's he's trying, but Tommy Lee Jones just doesn't care. Uh, Chester Phillips, he's just like, you know how long I had to go ahead and beg Senator what's his name to go ahead and get this project off the ground. I was like, "Damn, like you don't give a shit." But the thing about Tommy Lee Jones though, is that he's so much fun in this, and you do see that ex- that exterior. Break break down a little bit. I thought Haley Atwell. If it's not Chris Evans, dude, I thought she was like my second favorite part about this movie. I thought she was just uh, delightful, and you know, being a woman back in the forties, you know, in in a leadership role because it's so much easier now. <laughs> um, she gets a lot of shit immediately. By the way, by the goon who's just like, oh, <laughs> like like I thought I was volunteering for the U.S. Army, like. Oh, like, hi there, princess. It's like, oh, my God. No, he says, like, oh, hey, your majesty. It's like, God damn. Like, God, you're just the worst. So she punches him really hard. I was like, damn. Okay, she can throw a punch. I I really like this chick. Um, throwing it back to you, man, just kind of your thoughts on, like, the supporting cast. Yeah. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. Man, yeah, he's getting so old. He's so he's so amazing though. Like uh, I I always think of uh, him being K. He was K, right? Yeah, in Men in yeah. Black. Yeah, yeah. He, that was always my favorite. Um, yeah, he has an incredible scene in this movie where he's uh, he's chasing Steve Rogers, and then they're at that dam, and like Steve Rogers gets right up to the end, and he's just like, "I didn't kill my wife," and Tommy Lee Jones is like, "I don't care." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that's not the fugitive at all, but um, <laughs> but yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, it's awesome having him being this. Yeah, Hugo Weaving, Tommy Lee Jones, um, Haley Atwell is so good. I think she. I didn't really know who she was before this movie. I can't really remember. But um, um, and then Sebastian Stan. Like going back to the the thing I was talking about when um, you know you re- watching Winter Soldier. And then um, going back and like watching this, it's just crazy to watch uh, Bucky Barnes, you know, throughout this whole thing, you know, being the one guy that's his Steve Rogers friend and helping him through everything. And then, you know, the tables get turned and then it's uh, Steve Rogers, who's now because of this crazy scientific experiment, the the stronger kind of older brother type um it creates an interesting dynamic, and Sebastian Stan is just—he's a good actor in this in this role. Um, so yeah, I I, I really liked um, all the supporting cast, and then Toby Jones, the dude that plays Doctor uh, Arnenzola. Dude, he's 
He's oh, he's so good. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, but he is he is super good. But it just makes me think of how in um, I think it's Winter Soldier, right? When they find like his like consciousness computer. like locked into the computer, yeah. which is like super fucking creepy. And they just like turn it on, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> Doctor Arnon Zola's here. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, so one thing I will say, so Hugo Weaving, his uh, uh, Red Skull and Zola's uh, weird bromance, there's even a point where Zola is like, Hail Hydra, but he kind of was like looking around like, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> like, like, like uh, When Red Skull just pretty much goes rogue and starts killing people with uh, Tesseract weapons, um, which I thought was, I was like, damn, that sucks for everybody there, but... It's it's funny to see even Toby Jones just uh, or Zola even go like, oh, this is a little strong. But then you see him in Winter Soldier, and he's just like, and I don't give a fuck, man. I'm gonna kill everybody. Um, one thing that I just find amazing about this movie too, the costume. Oh my god, the costume translates so well to film. I was shocked at how good it looked. I mean, it definitely looked. I mean, it's a man running around a giant American flag. I mean, you can only do so much, but. Uh, Terrible, terrible camouflage as well. <laughs> you and I did not even think about that. That's very accurate. Like, like, I don't think they would throw him out there in the middle of battle like with a bunch of bright blue and shit. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. At least they like kind of d- dimmed down the colors a little bit when he was actually in war situations. But kind of stood out like a sore thumb. I think he would be a giant target for everybody with their guns. Yeah, no, they, they definitely know, like, uh, know the... Uh... The colors a little bit, but yeah, that is a very accurate point. Like it's in a like you know you've got a giant star and a giant frisbee. I mean, yeah. what are you gonna? Like? And it and it was really more too when he was being like kind of like the USO show type stuff, where he's like the propaganda type of guy, or been like yeah, you know, you guys are doing great, and then. Um, I loved that part of the movie as well when he's dressed up in all of his bright colors going and like cheering on everybody that's like actually risking their lives and uh, and, and they're all just like bring back the girls what the fuck are you doing up there still like no one wants to see you you're just some like strong dude that's not even actually fighting for the country anymore and uh, you know he's filled with conflict um, after visiting some of the the um, the sites of of all these people in the middle of war. Um, I, I liked that aspect of, of some of the storylines as well. I I love when uh, when he goes and uh, saves uh, several, uh, like, was like 300 men, I don't want to say anything it is. Like, right, uh, yeah. From, uh, from a, a Hydra base. I love the line where, uh, I, I can't remember which uh, soldier it is, but he goes like, like, do you know what you're doing? He's like, of course I do. He's like, I've not, I've punched Adolf Hitler over 22 times. <laughs> Or something like that, and everyone's like, everyone's kind of like the fuck, what? <laughs> and I thought that was so, I thought that was so funny. And when Red Skull meets uh, Steve Rogers for the first time, it's so funny. They're on this like platform that's splitting apart, and he goes like, "Oh, Captain America!" Like, like I'm, I'm a huge fan of your films. I was like, "What a dick!" <laughs> like, I was like, "God, I can't even, can't even give a compliment without being an asshole." But. Um, the the, the like one of the shots in this movie that just gave me goosebumps. I I remember seeing it in the trailer and I went, "Holy shit!" When you see Red Skull take off his like his, his mask to reveal the Red Skull, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and they cut back to uh, Bucky Barnes and he's like, "That didn't happen to you, right?" I was like, "Damn, that is some intense shit." Like it's 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 a trip. Um, go to the action scenes now. There's just this montage, uh, 
we're looking, we're gonna need a montage. Sorry, but, <laughs> montage. <laughs> but, we're gonna need a montage. <laughs> But um, there's this montage where they show Captain America and the ha- uh, the Howling Commandos, which is made up of uh, Kenneth uh, Kenneth Show, who uh, who's uh, plays a uh, uh, Morta. You've got one of my favorite actors, Neil McDonald, who plays Dum Dum Dugan. Uh, you've seen him in Justified and Le- uh, uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. He's an incredible actor. Uh, you got Derek Luke as Gabe Jones. I love Derek Luke. I wish I'd see him more. But they're like the main people in the Howling Commandos. And you just get this great montage of Cap and the Howling Commandos just fucking up everything that Hydra's doing. They're breaking the... There's this point where he hits, he throws his shield and hits this Hydra guy who's hanging out in a tree. And he just falls. I'm like, damn! It's in the snow and everything. Like, the, the montage is amazing because it is just Captain America throwing his shield a bunch, uh, using a sidearm... Uh, Throwing people like thirty feet and then like cr- cr- crushing tanks, no big deal. Like it's such a cool, it's such a cool montage, and it really does show uh, showcases strength. I will say too, man. I know people give you know one of my favorite lines in Age of Ultron is where you know Ultron goes, oh, you know, you have vibranium and you use it just to make the world's largest frisbee, and I was like, that's not fair. I'm like, that frisbee's effective, and. The movie really shows off how much he uses that shield, and really how incredibly, shockingly useful that shield is. Like I was like, oh, he's throwing it to like, like he's like ping pong it, like he's throwing it off of like walls that's hitting people in the back of the head and shit, and he's using it to obviously withstand gunfire because it's made from vibranium, which of course is the is. Is what everything in Wakanda's made out of. Is there a baby over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that was Navi. She's my uh, my text message sound. Okay, Navi, of good. course, from uh, uh, Ocarina of Time. But um, yeah, sorry about that. I just silenced <laughs> no, my phone. <laughs> no, you're all good. My I'm apologies. Like, I'll like, like, hell is that? But, um, but yeah, I mean, kind of your thoughts on like the action scenes. Yeah, I thought the action scenes were 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 pretty were pretty cool. Um, you know, you get some of that kind of gritty war type of. Um, scenes mixed in with with a little bit of Marvel charm, uh, I really like it. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know if we've talked about Joe Johnston, um, the director who did it, but um, yeah, I thought he did a really good job with some of these action scenes. He kind of kept them um, not too over the top. Uh, you know, it it, it it was nice too because it, he 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 did a lot of like kind of like older iconic. Um, 90s movies like Jumanji, um, The Rocketeer, October Sky. Love The Rocketeer. Yeah, Rocketeer is incredible. He, he also did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in 89. But <laughs> That's so random. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, he, he uh, you know, I, I grew up with a lot of his movies and I really enjoyed them. And to see him, uh, you know, take a crack at this, this uh, war, this Marvel war hero movie um I, th- I thought he did a really good job with the uh, with the action scenes they I, I thought they played pretty well yeah one one thing i do love is that they as the action scenes are, are happening they do cut to red skull you know at points and he in red skull you can just see him getting more and more pissed off there's this point where he just snaps and he starts yelling at a at uh, Zolot, he's like, we are going to lose, he basically goes, we are going to lose everything because you can't beat a simpleton with a goddamn, G-. like, he's getting so upset at everyone because they can't stop Captain America, and 
one thing the movie does a real great job of is making him feel like a force, but you feel like the powers are great, and it's also great he's not, you know, 5'6 anymore, but the fact is, like, he's, this is just an enhancement of who he is. He's just a good person who wants to do the right thing. So his will, honestly, is probably the, is the best thing about him. Um, I pointed this out, and I'll say it again, the fact that, uh, Cap is really the only person who got a clean shot on Thanos and blocked his shot with Infinity Gauntlet, might I add. It just speaks to the fact that his will is just second to none. Um, the big action scene, which of course sets up Winter Soldier, is they go onto this, uh, it's like a, it's not, like, like a, not, not a train, yeah, it's like a super, it's like a, it's like a super fast train that they have these Hydra weapons on, and Bucky and uh, Cap end up on the train, Bucky gets blasted out the side. I was like, holy crap. And, of course, that leads to him being discovered and becoming Winter Soldier. That scene is heartbreaking because it leads to the next scene where he goes, I can't get drunk. And he's talking to Peggy Carter because his metabolism burns, was it three times, I want to say, faster than the average person, which I went lucky bastard. But, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, he's just got, like, yeah. a crazy efficient liver. What a, yeah. What a curse. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? God. I mean, not being able to get drunk would be kind of a bummer, yeah. but... You think he can get stoned? Ooh, that's that's a good question. I bet he could get stoned, because you could, you could smoke a lot really quickly. You can't really drink too too quickly. True. We uh, we, sh- we should ask Chris Evans when we... <laughs> at some point. Yeah, when we go hang out with him. Yeah, like... I'll, I'll tweet we have that him, planned. But, yeah, like, like yeah, do you, do you get high, man? But Yeah, just sl- um, slide into his DMs. Yeah, do you even smoke, bruh? But, 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 but he, like, it, it's really sad, though, because, and that's just something that the movies forward have done a great job. And this movie does a great job of it, too, where the fact is, you feel their friendship. They are BFFs, you know? And, you know, Bucky, uh, I love the line where uh, they just, they say, hey, we're going to take down Hydra. And Steve goes, oh, you ready to follow Captain America to the jaws of death? And Bucky goes, no, nah. like, hell no. He's like, I'm ready to, to follow that guy, that kid I grew up with in Brooklyn. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is so sweet. Um, I love the fact, and I, I, I will point this out just for my own selfish reasons. I love the fact that he's just so awkward around women. Because I went, I feel you. <laughs> like, I totally understand. And... Him and Peggy's uh, romance, it does feel very natural. Because the first time he talks to her, he's just saying all the wrong things. I may have done that once or twice talking to a girl. And <laughs> once or twice only. But, you know, he's like, oh, you're a dame. But, like, you're not, no, like, you're a dame, but you're more than that. And he's just like, stumbling, and you're like, oh, dude, just just stop. Cut it right now. <laughs> but... But there is that point where she sees, you know, obviously his abs, because... But you see, but she sees, but she sees him for the really great person he is. And when they're separated, and it, it in the comics it's just as sad where they do get separated because uh, after this amazing and I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this the fight the last fight scene kind of on the Red Skull's uh, like uh, plane I thought it was badass. I like, I mean, the punches felt real. I was like, and that's something the Captain America movies have just been great at. It's it, are the action scenes uh, across the board. I think they're the best ones in the MCU consistently, personally. But 
Because, um, I mean, I don't mind CG, obviously, but it's more hand-to-hand. I'm always just like, yep, I love this shit. But he puts, you know, he puts the plane in the water. And, you know, granted, you would actually freeze to death. You wouldn't, you know, <laughs> like be able to be thawed out like a capsicle. But I love the fact that he goes, man, I have this, I have this girl waiting for me to come back. But I'm going to go ahead and just sacrifice what I want to save uh, millions of people. Because they show the bombs. I mean, they were on, like, what major cities like New York. I think Chicago's on there. Like, if any of those bombs hit, it's not great <laughs> for for America. Um, yeah, kind of your thoughts on the last uh, fight scene, kind of the action overall. Yeah, the the last fight scene's awesome. Um, yeah, it kind of starts the tradition of, of Captain America movies being ha- having that close quarters, hand-to-hand combat that uh, the Russo brothers really took and, and elevated to an like, incredible level um, in Winter Soldier. But um, yeah, it really starts that trend out well. Um, that last scene on, on the plane is uh, super intense. Um, it's done very well. And then the sacrifice at the end, yeah, just like, you know, gut-wrenching. Uh, just... For for a character to be able to to like sacrifice their their life um, to save all these people, even though it's gonna hurt the one person that like he loves the most, like that's like so selfless and so heroic. And then to have that character like actually not die and then come back into another movie, it's just like how, how is this person not gonna be like one of your favorites, if not your favorite, going forward? It's you know it's he he's just like kind of built up as that perfect heroic um and uh most importantly american yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right yeah no, no more brits stealing our jobs <laughs> yeah yeah suck it brits <laughs> just kidding I, I like british people a lot but um <laughs> yeah so i mean um it's, it's just the it's just the full package um including his full package Oh, uh, you beat me. You literally beat me to it by like half a second. Yeah, I was like, I know Hunter's going to do it. I probably should have just let, left that softball up for you. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, how how do you not just love Captain America after that, man? He's the best. Yeah, so I will say as we're, as we're wrapping up, um, I don't have any problems with this movie. Like, I, there's nothing glaring for me. I thought the score, uh, the, the Henry Jackson score, you know, the whole, you know, let's go march for America, the, the, like uh, that whole kind of like style music. I thought it worked really well here. It, it is a very triumphant, inspiring uh, score. Um, I know we're, I'm jumping to another movie here, but bear with me. Um, I just rewatched, I mentioned, I rewatched Winter Soldier. And I think the end credits for Winter Soldier, like, as far as how, you know, like, how they do the art, you know, and everything kind of bleeds into showing, like, another character and all that, I think that is the best credit sequence Marvel's ever done. I think it is absurd how good that end credit sequence is and how well the score goes. And I love the score for this movie, showing kind of all the vintage, um, you know, all the vintage, like, war, uh, let's call it what it is, propaganda, like, you know, volunteer for the war, what, what's the worst that could go wrong? Uh, kind of all that, all that stuff, but, I love the score, like the very, you know, very pro, like America, yeah, you know, fuck yeah. About that. I love, I, I, I wish they'd play that, <laughs> but I, but I absolutely love the score here. The direction is so well done. The costumes are great. Um, 
and yeah, I really do believe this is, I think this is the most underrated film in the MCU. I just, I have so much admiration for this film. Um, I can't go fan-fucking-tastic, but this is a solid A for America for me. So, uh, yeah, Gollum, kind of your final thoughts on your grades, sir. Yeah, I think the best thing that this movie did was bring the character of Captain America um, into the present day. Uh, well, I mean, Winter Soldier really brings him literally into the present day. But this brought Captain America to the mainstream where people could really get behind this character and and really get an idea of who he is, why you should care about him, why he, you know, why you should trust him as being um, the leader of the Avengers or, or at least like part leader type of type of role. You know, why, why should that matter to you? Why should you care about that? Um, and I thought this movie did a really great job of doing that. Um, I don't think when I was a kid growing up, I was ever like, you know, very interested in Captain America. I didn't really get it. Um, I definitely get it now, um, especially um, having learned uh, a lot more about World War II and how this character came to be. Um, you know, just looking at some of the information on the actual comic book character about um, how the, the origin of the actual character in comic books, you know, it was uh, in like 1941, you know, the, America wasn't even in the war yet, but the war was in the news every day. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, everybody was terrified, you know, even, you know, people thought they were safe being in America, but, but um, I mean, this was when like uh, France had already been invaded by Hitler, Poland w had fallen, um, you know, Britain had all of its troops in France and they were getting overwhelmed by the German forces and everyone's like, holy shit, like the world is actually falling to this horrible tyrannical force that is the Nazis. And I mean, it was a really scary time. And especially to be a kid, um, I would be all about a comic book coming out about some American hero that's just single-handedly going to go out and punch Hitler in the face and win the war. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I, I wouldn't care about, you know, a Batman or a Superman. I was like, I just want an American to go win the war single-handedly. So I can see how people would rally behind this character. You know, it's hard to think about now, like so removed from World War II. But back then, you know, it was the scariest time for a lot of people. It was a time of, you know, very real uncertainty um, about the future of the world. Um, so I would be all about this character. And to bring him back from, you know, his origin in the 40s in comic books and then to make a movie in 2011 that um, really hit home with a lot of people and just made you just realize, you know, what it means to be a hero, what it is to be brave, selfless, all of those aspects. I, I thought it was really cool um, to see a movie that really did that character justice um, in a really great origin story um, in a really, you know, uh, just in an, an important uh, way that it was done. So, uh, yeah, I, I love this movie. When I first saw it, I, I probably didn't really get um, Captain America. When I first saw it, the only really connection I had was like, oh, I love to use him in Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> like, That's fair. Like he's, he's great on He's it. got really good moves in that game. Um, but, uh, yeah, after seeing this movie and then Winter Soldier and then rewatching this movie again, um, I was like, yeah, this, this movie's badass. It totally holds up. It's, it's definitely an underrated um, film in, in the entire canon of the MCU. Um, 
I, I think every movie built on after this. So I would I would I would give it in the A range. I would give it an A minus just because the next ones just each one got a little better. So, um, but yeah, this was a solid A minus for me. Definitely in that A range. No, that that that's and that's fair because I think originally I probably would have given it a B plus, but I will admit I really have grown to love this movie more. Like it's grown, like I think it's gotten better with each viewing for me. I just find little things about it I like more. Um, of course, this leads into the Avengers, but I, I'll throw this out real quick. When Steve gets uh, found and discovered, and he's woken up. You feel the fear. I, I So I'll be honest, man. There have been times I've woken up and the power's been out. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I freak out just on that alone. I can't imagine growing up in the 40s and then running outside and seeing, like, billboards. And shit like that. Like, it, like literal lit LED light billboards and, you know, cars. Like, cars that are just, you know, like, seeing all what we have now coming from the 40s. That is a... That would be such a mind fuck. I can't even imagine. So mm-hmm. when he runs out and Nick Fury in a badass cameo, by the way, when he goes out of you, soldier, and you know he tells him that he's been asleep for seventy years uh, or almost seventy years, you just feel so bad for him because then you know your brain goes, oh wow, most of the people I grew up with are dead. That sucks. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't know where I don't know where I am and like like that that all of that just washing over you is such an intense oh my god, how would you even begin to cope with that, you know, sort of aspect to it. But I I yeah, A minus dude, I don't blame you for that at all. It's still it's still a damn, damn good movie. And I like it um, in Winter Soldier at the start when he has this little notepad of things to check out. Like I, I forget all of what it says, but it was like, um, Remember his his list, and then the Falcon tells him like uh, um, like a, like an old record to listen to. Uh, Marvin Gaye, Trouble Man. Yeah, there you go. I was, <laughs> I was actually just listening to that last week. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. The 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 movies really do hold up, and um, yeah, I just I I love this movie though. So, guys, if you have not seen First Avenger, and I talked to several people who actually have not seen it yet. Oh, like, gotta watch God. it. You gotta know the origin of Captain America. Yeah, and it does make you appreciate uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War. Uh, like I said, this is one of my favorite trilogies of all time. I love this trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, if you haven't seen First Avenger, you should rent it. You, yeah. Actually, you can rent it. Yeah, I think you're on Amazon. Especially or, uh, especially if you're gonna go in, if you're gonna go see um, Endgame uh, in, in two weeks. You got you got to watch this one. If you if you haven't seen this, you got to watch because um, it's probably going to be the bookend on um, Captain America and the MCU. At least that's a prediction. At least um, you know. Wouldn't you say that's probably a fair bet? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like you, you got if if you're going to see the end, you got to see the beginning. Yeah, I God, well said. Um, God, you put that beautifully. But guys, <laughs> have you seen Captain America's first adventure? What do you think of it? Let us know in the comments below. You can follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and Podbean. Uh, oh, and Spotify, pardon me, at The Real Pineapple. You can like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. And you can follow uh, Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. Uh, we're actually going to get Scott back here in the next couple weeks. So, yay, Scott, we miss you. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. And uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, check out our sponsor, uh, uh, St- uh, Stat Guy Studio. That's S T A D G E I S T. 
follow them on Instagram and at and uh, go ahead and use that. Oh my God, I'm totally fumbling on my words. Go ahead and check them out on Instagram and use the code RealP2019 for 10% off your order. You are welcome. Uh, guys, we'll have reviews up this weekend for for Hell Boy, which is what you know every uh, black father calls her son. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a review up for. <laughs> I thought you liked that one, but we have a review up for that. Um, and we'll also have a review up for uh, for After, which <laughs> I'm not excited to see that. It's like a Teenage Fifty Shades movie, so... Oh, God. <laughs> and then uh, we'll have a review up for Little as well, because I'm actually real excited to see that. So, Lil? Uh, Little, yeah. Yeah, Lil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, say it like that. But, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.